1: Hey, all 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. I'd like to officially announce the new head coach of Florida State, Urban Meyer. It is I, Rob Hall, aka the CEO of Portal Pairing Consulting, Inc. We rehome college football players for just a slate percentage of their NIL deal. And with me, as always, is AJ. Bull opt-outs are un-American, Marchese. Start paying the players for the bowl games. How about that?
2: Today, they pay they pay them in bowl swag. Come on, is that not enough? <laughs> yeah, they'll let them go into uh, any whatever store sponsoring it and just take all they want. Yeah, Jeremy Sprinkle took a little too much. <laughs> always does. The Belk
1: Bowl, rest in peace. Today we're going bowling as we talk about the must-watch NFL draft prospects in each bowl game. Let's do
0: it. Going up. Who's going to bat it all on draft day? Who's going to wage your future picks away? Who's going to reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever.
1: And that's a song. Wilder vs Fury. Mayweather vs Pacquiao. Electric personalities that produce big fights and even bigger betting opportunities. This Saturday, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley will be no different. So don't miss out on the action. Bet the fight with my bookie. MyBookie is the best odds and prop bets for Paul Woodley 2. And you can start by doubling your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000 using promo code SPORTSDRINK. That's double your deposit to double your funds and double the excitement for Paul Woodley 2 at MyBookie. As much as we'd love to see Jake Paul eat canvas, he's looked strong in the previous matchups. And with Woodley taking this fight on short notice... All the odds are in Paul's favor. Back the problem child to win this rematch. And he's sure to be the favorite. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 using promo code SPORTSDRINK. Head to MyBookie today and place your bets. Fill your pocket and watch this grudge match get settled with Paul vs. Woodley 2. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with MyBookie. Um... Will you be uh once once uh the R plus L carriers New Orleans Bowl ends uh,
2: on Saturday night? Will you be tuning into Paul Woodley too? Uh yeah 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 of course. And then on Sunday we got we got a uh, Tyrone Wheatley against Logan Paul. Is that wait, is that true? <laughs> no. Who who do you got though? Who do you
1: take? But it's kind of sad that like I actually would believe that Tyrone
2: Wheatley is coaching like uh, an FCS school. So very yeah, busy, man. So, very busy. And his son yeah, never he, came to anything. Yeah. He need, huh? needs, needs more money for NIL
1: deals to land number one recruits like Dion did. So true. Uh, okay, a couple de- NFL draft declarations and two senior bowl acceptances before we dive into the bowl bonanza. Uh, declarations Cal quarterback Chase Garbers. That's a big one for Michigan Michigan State running back Kenneth Walker. ETSU running back Quay Holmes, Washington State running back Max Borgie, Buffalo running back Kevin Marks Jr., FSU running back Ja'Shawn Corbin, Texas A&M running back Isaiah Spiller, my uh, my favorite guy, Utah tight end Cole Fotheringham, uh, he he made Kayvon Thibodeau his son, Virginia tight end Jelani Woods, Nebraska tight end Austin Allen, Nebraska center Cam Jurgens. UCLA defensive lineman Atito Ogbanya, Florida A&M defensive lineman Savion Williams, and Youngstown State DB Z- Zaire oh. Jones, who I did not realize is still in college football.
2: <laughs> did you so am pretty sure I, did you, I watched two years ago. Did you get sincere McCormick? He declared. I don't know if you heard. Did it. he? Is he playing in the bowl? Nope. He is not playing the bowl again. Okay. Well, at least one of us is, is uh, informed on these things. I, I just I forgot to tell you before we recorded, and uh, that's why I did it now. No, you
1: forgot? Did you forget on purpose to kind of dunk on me? Or? No,
2: it just, just I needed something to talk about. So, uh, yeah. So since you're recording, also declaring, not playing the bowl game. Um, UTSA still loaded, baby. There's a there's a lot of guys declaring. I also, I feel like the the underclassman crop is kind of weak right now. I don't know how you feel, Rob. Like in terms of the guys who've declared. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's just been, like, because all the seniors technically have to declare, yeah. it's kind of stolen the spotlight. and Maybe that's true, yeah. um, I don't know, because there is an overwhelming amount of guys declaring right now, but, like, it's not yeah, they should what be. I would call a tr- true
2: declaration. Yeah. Like, in regular years, they are already exhausted their eligibility.
1: Yeah, like, Isaiah Spiller is probably the third-rated running back in this class right mm-hmm. now. And I feel like there wasn't even that much buzz about him declaring because so many guys are just
2: declaring all the time. He's also been bad. So, well, that's—I mean, that's debatable. Really? You're going to you're going to bat for Spiller? I think he's a
1: top, clearly a top five running back in this class. Yeah, but he hasn't been very good. I mean, he ran for a thousand. Like his production stayed the same as last year.
2: Shane was better
1: than him though. They had Zach Cal- Calzada playing quarterback. The
2: best quarterback in the country. Yeah, your point.
1: Where's he going then? Why do you enter the portal? <laughs> welcome, welcome to Aggie Nation, Max Johnson. <laughs> yeah, congrats. The Johnson brothers, baby, You're gonna be hooking up for years. Um, couple uh, Senior Bowl acceptances: Nevada quarterback Carson Strong and Sam Houston State DB Zion McCollum, who's uh, another long, ranging yeah. Seahawks corner. Congrats. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, this court, quor- it is. Uh, this quarterback class is. Pretty wicked for the Senior Bowl. I think part of it helps that it's such an unclear class yeah. already. So they got the four clear best senior quarterbacks, and then add, adding Carson Strong as an early graduate.
2: I think um, Strong's gonna rise, man.
1: I, I I mean, I I think I truly believe the Senior Bowl is gonna kind of flesh out the pecking order of Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, yeah, Carson Carson Strong, Desmond Ritter, because. Right now, like, I'm not certain there's a quarterback in this class that I'm going to have a first-round grade on. But those four can all be top 100, like, like consensus top 100 grades. Yeah. Um, which, as we know, in a quarterback needy league, someone's going to get pushed up the board. Um, and I think that this will be the week that we, we kind of figure out who it is.
2: How many of those four go in the first round if you were to put your money on the table right now? Two. Willis and Pickett?
1: Yes, I think Pickett goes pr- probably top fifteen, and then Willis. Someone gets him in the back of the first round. If someone, I was someone's gonna, someone who doesn't need to play him early, is going to fall in love with what he, his, yeah. his traits, and what he could be. I mean, I, I I think that'll that's kind of the situation we'll find.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. I'll, honestly, right now, if this is a little bold, but if you're giving me good money, I might put some money down on on strong going the first round. I mean, that kind of rise. Well, uh, I
1: mean, it, it's funny because, like, I've seen people, uh, I think Nate Tice was tweeting about how Desmond Ritter's his clear quarterback one. Like, mm, it's yeah. going to be all over, and I think that, that makes it a lot more fun. It is fun, um, definitely. And then uh, I know they have that one, and Bailey Zappi's also there, which is, like, maybe be one of the best day three quarterback prospects. Yeah. Um,
2: and they also have that last spot that sounds like it's reserved for potentially Sam Howell if he declares. That's gonna be a good. That's a that's a really fun crop, and it's way more fun than it was last year. when it's basically just Mac Jones and everyone else. Yeah, exactly. And Mac Jones is not fun. So, so this this is gonna be fun week in Mobile, baby. Can't
1: wait. All right, Bowl Bonanza time. We're recording this just before the Bahamas Bowl kicks off. Um, we're gonna go through each bowl game. Probably won't spend too too much time on each one, but we're gonna highlight the prospect at each school in each bowl uh, that you need to keep an eye on. Uh, and then we'll make our pick against the spread on top of that. Let's you, do it. Do you agree, AJ? Is
2: this this a good plan? Yeah, I I concur, Roberts.
1: Thank you. Uh, so let's start. Let's let's uh, head down south to, to Thomas Robinson Stadium in in the Bahamas for the Bahamas Bowl between AJ's uh, AJ's near and dear team to his heart, Middle Tennessee State, against uh my Toledo Rockets. Yeah,
2: big spread here. The the, the Rockets are minus ten. Uh, let's talk prospect first. The, the 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 Rockets got a senior bowl guy in Tyson Anderson, They're safety. Uh, yeah, another one of those longer dudes. Yeah, so I, I think the the two best prospects at each school is uh, are actually safeties. Agreed. Uh, the other the um, other one a, a fun discussion if you want to jump right to Reed Blankenship. <laughs> I just think it's
1: fun that they're two very different styles yeah. of safeties. Exactly. Tyson right. Anderson's um, a guy who he's one of those safeties that I think could really help himself at the senior bowl Mm -hmm. uh, for what he can do as a cover guy. And one of those types of safeties that has been asked to play single high, which isn't necessarily the norm in college. Um, and like you mentioned, long, smooth, uh, has kind of lacked ball production in his career at Toledo, if you were to be nitpicky. Um, but yeah, again, has shown an ability to kind of match up with tight ends or play the deep half. Um, so I'm excited, I mean, outside of this game, I'm excited to see what he does at Immobile. And then Blankenship's a guy who you want around the line of scrimmage. Who, I mean, how many safeties have made over 400 tackles in their career? He had 106 and 10 TFLs this year. He's always been kind of, he's an Andrew Wingard type, I think priority free agent, who's going to make, uh, as I check my notes, I have him a pro comp as Andrew Wingard. Your um, guy, yeah. Uh, he uh, He's going to probably be a priority free agent who makes his way in the NFL on specials.
2: Blankenship's stock over what has felt like I don't know three years now has been so. Wild. Remember there was a point where like people were like pumping him up as a potential like third round kind of guy. Remember last year when no one could figure out if he was in the draft or not. Yeah, and then yeah, it got to that like it, was, it went from like him a potential day two guy to not having a good year last year, um, then people not not knowing if he was in the draft or not, and then to his name like not being mentioned at all this year. But throughout his entire career, like you said, stacking up the tackles, uh, performing. Well, I mean, I think it was like, wasn't the Army game last year that people kind of like left the sour taste in his mouth because they like, had no shot against the triple option. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Blankenship is still the top guy on this team, and I kind of feel the same way as you. He's, like he's you say, one of the be- good special teams guy. Yeah, he's one of the best players in school history too. Like
1: he he's he's got a spot on Rick Stock still staff in ten years. That's ten years, or will it be Brent's team by then? Oh, absolutely. You know. It. Um... Outside that, I'm rolling with Toledo. I mean, I'm actually shocked Middle Tennessee. There was, like, rumors throughout the year that stocks still would be out if Middle Tennessee could afford to fire him, but they can't. Um, Middle Tennessee doesn't have a lot. Like, the the only really relevant name is Martel Petaway at running back, who's a West Virginia transfer. Yeah. Um, outside of him, I don't think you're overly excited about anyone. Versus, like, Toledo, Daquan Finn's been a pretty efficient MAC quarterback, and Brian Kobach's one of the best running backs in the mm-hmm. G5. And they've got, like, a couple different dudes who can make plays on the outside. Matt Landers, Dev Maddox. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I got to take Toledo.
2: Also, yeah, just to say, Blankenship did get the Shrine Bowl nod. So that's pretty cool. Uh, also taking Toledo, not too much to say on the Bahamas Bowl. It's kicking off in, like, an hour and a bit. Uh, I love that thing. I kind of love the Bahamas Bowl to start bowl season. I don't know why. It feels like a vacation. Yeah. It's like it eases us in. And, and later uh, on
1: on Friday, December 17th today, uh, the, the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl in uh, Orlando, Florida at, at Exploria Stadium, 6 p.m. Uh, Northern Illinois versus Coastal Carolina. An actual good game in terms of mm-hmm. NIU won won the MAC and, and Coastal won 10 games again. I mean, they didn't win the Sun Belt. They didn't have maybe the year they were expecting, but another great year. Um, Coastal's kind of got a handful of guys who are going to be at least in NFL camps, whereas Northern Illinois doesn't have a ton of NFL talent on their team. I mean... They're, i know for the season they're actually negative 15 in point differential um i think the guy to to keep an eye on though is, is clint of course Rakovich. Is. of course it is like he he's the modern nfl fullback um they call him baby juice like <laughs> right away which is just sick uh, Like, look, he's their... i love coach Hammock, a, yeah yeah and like ducker was a great had a great freshman year for them but yeah. Rakovich was their um goal line back just like not major statistical production, but 14 touchdowns on the year coming over from Western Illinois, where I think it's worth mentioning in his career at Western Illinois, he got 128 passes. Like he can catch the football and didn't ask him to do a ton, mm-hmm. a ton of it. But if you're looking for an NFL fullback who like, I'm not going to call him Kyle juice check, but if you're looking for an <laughs> NFL fullback, who can impact in that the passing game and, yeah. and even
2: maybe spotlight as a, as a running back at times. Like this is your guy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree. I mean, and worst comes to worst for for Rakovic, by the way, like six foot two twenty five, so not the biggest dude. Um, like he's really just running back size. Worst comes to worst for him, I think it could be a CFL All Star. Uh, also got the Shrine Bowl nod. By the way, are we doing the old uh, guess what this sponsor does? Like, what do you think Tailgreeter? Are we doing this Tailgreeter? What, do, what the fuck do you think they are, Rob? Okay. Tail has me thinking like something to do with like attaching something to the back of my car, but then Greeter has me thinking cards. So I don't know. I I'm honestly I'm I'm on their website right now. I'm not really sure. It seems like there's some sort of like like you know uh service. To it says easy as one two three one browse and find your perfect tailgate two book the hassle out of tailgating three enjoy s- simply show up and have fun. I didn't know you had to book tailgating Rob. This is new to me, but hey tail gotcha damn that, that that's uh, what a niche thing to own congrats uh moving
1: to coastal where the shauna clears again they have a they have a handful of guys you could look at i i think the, the guy um who we're probably both gonna say is isaiah likely though
2: yeah i mean as far as we know right now he is playing which is the big thing um but, yeah, no, if, if he is, he's clearly the top guy in this entire game.
1: And, and But, again, worth mentioning, they have a couple, like, Gunter. Javon
2: Heil. He, Heil's the wide receiver who's going to be at the East-West
1: Shrine game. Like, Grayson McCall down the road, I think, is yeah. an NFL guy. Yeah, Jeffrey Gunner on the edge. He didn't have quite the year I was hoping he would have. Um, still a talented guy, but yeah. But still talented, like, NFL prospect. Teddy Gallagher at Mike Linebacker. C.J. Brewer on the interior of that D-line. Um, did Jordan Strong
2: Ju- is going back to Koso I
1: believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think Drog Clark, the nose tackle, yeah. is too. Like, they're, they're going to have guys for like the next three yeah. years. Yeah, they're We're going to be talking about it. And like Josiah Stewart, their freshman um, yeah. defensive lineman, had like an unreal year. He might be the best. Uh, but I, I think we both agree with let, uh, uh, picking likely um, because of what he can add as that move tight end, a modern, like a John U. Smith type of tight end. We're going to get to see him at the Senior Bowl, too. Uh, I, Like, over the last two years, 20 or 20 20 a catch this year 15 like he's such a big play fluid mover um so that that's got to be the guy
2: yeah oh definitely and i think he's another guy that can go to the senior bowl and be a big riser i'm excited about likely and I, I i i hope he plays tonight and i hope he kind of just absolutely goes out with like a monster game that he's been known for like there's been games this year where he's edited games in like the first quarter like you remember those? like that's it's kind of yeah. ridiculous he's he's talented as um, hell and he's fun as hell yeah
1: I do want to say that Gunter could use a big game here, yeah. too. Yeah, definitely. Just leave a, leave a good taste in our mouths heading into the um, NFL draft season. Uh, who are you taking? Uh, I'm taking Coastal minus
2: 10.5. I love Hammock, I think, and I use Gritty. I'm going to take them uh, plus the points.
1: I feel like this is a classic, I'm going to hate myself tomorrow because. And I just gonna grind it out and keep it close in Coastal. wins. In hover, cub- yeah. Despite Coastal being the far more talented team, but I mean that that that's what N I U did in the MAC championship. Like I didn't think they stood a shot against Kent State, and they they're just fundamentally. Thomas Hammock knows what he's doing. Yeah, I, I love
2: Hammack. Uh, what a turnaround for him! I think he's um, my like like he's like my favorite new like you know he's my new favorite coach. You know what I mean? Like of all the coaches, like I wasn't too familiar with going into the season, he's my new favorite. Well, my new favorite's Texas Tech's offensive coordinator who uh, <laughs> spent
1: this past season at Western Kentucky, perfect transition. So, and moving to the Saturday bowl games, December 18th. First, we got the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl between Western Kentucky, Appalachian State, uh, at FAU Stadium, 11 a.m. ABC, a nice before noon game. Um this is an actually really good G5 yeah, matchup. It is. Uh, but between an App State team that um, played for the Sunbelt Championship and a Western Kentucky team that played for the CUSA Championship. Uh, obviously, the, the talk of time with Western Kentucky is, is that passing game. Bailey Zappi's got a chance to, th- to break the single-season touchdown record and yards record in this game. I believe he needs j- just not, not even 400 passing yards, which sounds like a lot, but not for him. No. Uh, and five touchdowns, and he breaks it. Um, does he do both 50, I, I i'm calling yeah, yeah. Uh, he's n- not gifted with his arm talent but he is such a good touch passer great decision maker has enough mobility to extend mm-hmm. plays like he's very gardner- gardner- yeah <laughs> yeah he's Gard- he's the gardner minchu of this class yeah. who's gonna go in like the sixth round and you're gonna you're gonna be very happy with yeah, that yeah um, he'll,
2: he'll be as uh, around as long as he wants to be in the nfl pretty much type of guy and and
1: just to add, um, Jareth Stearns, the receiver who came with him from Houston Baptist, has 1,700 yards, 137 catches on the air. He's a, a dynamic little slot who plays a lot bigger than he is, and he's worth watching. And on the defensive side, D'Angelo Malone's got a chance to, kind of like Jeffrey Gunner, Yeah,
2: you need make to us game. think positive. Yeah, he needs to have a big game heading into the draft. Agreed, um, yeah. Um, App State, though, I think top dude here. Just coming off a, a great game in, in the in the championship game against ULL. DeMarco Jackson, their linebacker, also going to the senior bowl. Undersized dude, but uh, another dude we talked about, like stacking up tackles. Been so good in his App State career. Um, glad he's playing. Glad both of them are playing, Zappi and Jackson. I think they're the top guys. Uh, exciting to see him kind of like <laughs> have to get out there and cover in space uh, today. Or tomorrow, sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, because they, they they really just – Blitz the hell out of him yeah. on passing down. So I want to see what they what he does when he has to play against an air raid like this where they're going to need to have him mm-hmm. um, kind of own them that middle zone. Um, also, uh, uh, the App State's always got running backs, so Cameron Peoples. Uh,
2: He's going back to school.
1: Yeah, but still, got to keep an eye on I it. Love, I Nualt still love down Cameron the Peoples. Road, but yeah. Nate Noel and Cameron Peoples have a chance to be the best one-two punch in the G5 at running back next year.
2: Yeah, that's a they should be, honestly. but Yeah, no good point.
1: Um, I'm taking Western Kentucky. Yeah, I got to ride with that area. Yeah. Even with Zach Kittley gone, I'm kind of worried about that. But I think Zappy and Stearns have such a handle on this offense.
2: I think when, it, when it's all said and done, Zappy's going to end up with like the, the least appreciated, amazing season like ever. And like the story is yeah. so great. And, uh, of course. Yeah, well, Ch- Chase Bryce, same idea. This is his third school. Look at him now. Chase Bryce is another great story. Uh, we didn't mention him for a prospect, though. I'm also taking uh, Western Kentucky, plus the points. Yeah. Okay, the
1: PUBG mobile, mobile. Sorry, I got mobile album on the my mind. PUBG mobile, <laughs> New Mexico Bowl, Fresno State vs. UTEP, um,
2: at Dreamstyle Stadium in Albuquerque. Love it. Do you know what PUBG you, PUBG if, is? No, it's a it's a video game. It was like it was like the first first like battle royale game, and then Fortnite kind of fucked them over. Yeah. Do you know who uh, is
1: like the the spokesman for this bowl game? No, no. <laughs> Bob Odenkirk, really? <laughs> Big PUBG fan. Yeah. Apparently, if you go on the, the New Mexico Bulls website, like he's he's like the guy for it. How much do they pay Bob for that? Bob does it for free. Just loves Fresno State. And, I don't know. I'm PUBG mobile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, a lot of guys to talk about. Uh, I think, or more so on Fresno State's side. Um, I think Jake Hayner is playing. Yeah, it sounds like it is, is, but also obviously going back to Fresno. Yeah. Uh, and UTEP kind of came out of nowhere. Like, it seemed like Dana Dibble's probably going to get fired this year, and then out of nowhere they have, like, one of the best seasons in school history. Um, my Fresno State prospect's Jalen Cropper, the receiver, uh, just just because I wasn't certain if Jay Kaner was going to play. Yeah, yeah. And we know Hayner's not coming out, whereas Cropper very well could. I think he'll go back too, likely. But he's he had – there was talk about him earlier in the season, um, and it kind of died down. But he has ridiculous, like, Kadarius-Tony-esque contact balance for a receiver. Mm-hmm. He started out playing um, – almost playing, a, a like, a dynamic running back receiver role as a freshman. Um, he, he's a really talented dude who I think is going to be in the NFL at some point.
2: I'm going to give you two uh, Bulldogs who are kind of under-the-radar guys. I'd, I haven't really gotten a good look at it, but I've heard some good things. I want to get my eyes on them uh, in, in this bowl game. One, uh, Both on the defense side of the bowl. One um, is their corner, uh, De'Aaron Bland, who's a 6'2", 200-pound corner, uh, has a track background, kind of a hard-nosed guy, too. That's like I saw a, tweets about him literally today. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And I've seen some stuff about him recently, and apparently it kind of could be something fun to watch. I'll give you another one. This is actually Dane Brugler highlighted this one. That's where I got this one from. Aaron Mosby, their, their edge rusher, 6'3", 247. Uh, had like 14 half TFLs and five forced fumbles. So just just two guys on the defensive side of the ball for the Bulldogs to, to keep that on. On a team that's not loaded with prospects or anything.
1: Oh, also, uh, like Ronnie Rivers, yeah. Kevin Atkins, those are guys who I think will be in camps.
2: Yeah, Rivers. It feels like he's been there for so long. Yeah, he's solid has. back. Solid um, back.
1: No, he is. I, I was uh, when I was
2: watching Cropper, Ronnie Rivers kept making plays. That's what he's been doing, baby. Uh, UTEP side. I I think our guy. It's it, it's praise. Like, it's pra- praise. Man. Is a guy who
1: we talked about a lot in the summer. We gushed over him. Um, not watching a lot of UTEP games this year, but again, a nice productive year for him. Five and, and a half sacks. I got yeah, five and a half sacks, twelve TFLs, broke up another six passes. He just bats so he's many. So balls So fucking at long. long. That's <laughs> yeah. He he's a guy who I think the the hype will come. I believe he's it, a tester. it might not come and, yeah, it's gonna like he's gonna go to the combine and have ridiculously long arms. He's gonna test awesome. Um He he's probably a day three guy. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I'm,
2: I'm excited to see him
1: get after J Kaner in this
2: game. I think he'll be one of those classic G5, day three guys that... I mean, he's got production, though. Usually it's guys with not a lot of production, but, like, you know, that they'll do really well at the comment or if he doesn't get there, at his pro day. And will be the, one of those buzzy names that, like, everyone kind of wants to see where they land. And mm-hmm. if he lands in a good spot, maybe he could become something dynamic uh, earlier than later. Radiant. Oh, I'm taking Fresno State minus 11 and a half. I'm taking UTEP plus the points. Scrappy year... Uh, the Hainer stuff, it sounds like he'll play, but it's still a little wonky. No coach, obviously. Uh, DeBauer's gone. Uh, give, me, give me Dana uh, Dale on crew, baby. Uh, Tebford knows this team. Yeah, he does. I
1: know he does. But still, I don't care. Uh, Radiance <laughs> Technology is Independence Bowl, where BYU got shafted into playing in Shreveport. Uh, UAB versus number 13 BYU, who won 10 games and has to play in this. Uh, at Independence Stadium in Shreveport, Louisiana. 330 ABC. Um, UAB has two interesting guys. Uh, and Bill Clark's done a really good job rebuilding that program. Um, but two interesting guys in tight end, Garrett Prince, yep. who kind of came out of nowhere to have a huge year, uh, a longer, leaner tight end. 6'5", 240. Yeah, just explosive seam threat, who mm-hmm. averaged 20.5 a, a catch. Best for all tight ends in the country. And then defensive side of the ball, defensive end Alex Wright, where if you throw in the Georgia game, where they got blown out, but he looked like a guy who could be playing for Georgia. 6'7", mm-hmm. 270, not ultra, ultra productive. Uh, 7.5 seven TFL, 6 sacks, but really mm-hmm. strong at the point of the attack. I don't know that he'll come out, but I think he if he goes back, he's a guy who's going to build a ton of buzz as a senior.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. And, I mean, again, Trait's going to get you drafted at, at that position, so... Uh, I, I agree though. If he goes back and really up a stock, but like regardless, I think if he comes out with those type of uh you know, just measurements, he's gonna get himself drafted.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
2: But um earlier than BYU? Later. Yeah. BYU. By the way, I totally should got? not be uh totally should not be in this game. This is I'm taking BYU minus seven, but uh, I think the top guy is the running back, Tyler Olivier, yeah. who has name I still cannot say. Uh like like stout dude, like 5'11", 220. Uh, has had a really, really, really good season. Set a great career for 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 BYU. Um, his stock has kind of been all over. I think he, he ends up as a day three guy, but like earlier than later. But uh, I'm excited to see how he tests come um, come combine time because uh, I think he's going to put up some pretty decent numbers and could be like one of those like early day three backs that you want to get in there and is immediately productive in your rotation. Played linebacker three years ago too. Yeah, him. yeah,
1: really physical. Um... Yeah, he could be, uh, I think, one of the earlier picks at running back on day three. Yeah,
2: no, I totally agree. And
1: it heart and soul of that offense, uh, physical contact balance type runner. Uh, yeah, we're both taking BYU. Uh, Lending Tree Bowl, Liberty versus Eastern Michigan at our favorite, Hancock-Whitney Stadium in Mobile, Alabama. Uh,
2: there's clearly one top guy here to talk about. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm really happy it sounds like Malik Willis is going to be playing in this game. It makes this game way way
1: more entertaining, yeah. Um, it's kind of, uh, like that Northern Illinois, uh, coastal game in that Liberty has a couple guys who I think have NFL futures and Eastern Michigan doesn't really have anyone. Um, but obviously Malik Willis being a potential first round pick, one of the top quarterbacks in the nation, going to go to the senior bowl. Um, if he can go out with a bang in a season that was maybe not as great as, uh, Liberty fans, if they exist, would have hoped but still just carrying that offense yeah. with his arm and legs. If he can go out and pick a party eastern Michigan run all over him I, I, and then head down to Mobile, that'd be huge for him.
2: I think in like I think him playing the bowl game is going to endear himself uh more so to coaches. You know what I mean? Like the NFL, I should say. Like when it comes down to it, I think like when they look through all these prospects and they're like, "Oh, he played in the bowl game." I think that's going to be something that like it, like he didn't have to at all. Like, you know what I mean? They're playing Eastern Michigan in a meaningless game. I think that's going to be something that that like endears him, him to the to them. Yeah, but yeah, you and Mike Leach agree. <laughs> I'm not saying he has to. I'm just saying they're going to like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really hope that we go. He goes out there and puts on a show, and I hope it's easy. I honestly, I hope it's easy for Malik Willis because a lot of, it hasn't been this year, and it's been him, like you said, just putting the team on his back. I hope you get some fucking support out there. And uh, they, they ball. But just to, just to jump the line here, I'm taking Eastern Michigan plus the points because Liberty's been so goddamn disappointing this year, and they're getting nine and a half points. I'm taking Liberty because I think Malik Willis goes off. I hope so. Um,
1: Eastern Michigan, my pick City So, who's been there forever. He's, he's Canadian. He's 6'5", 320-pound okay. mauling guard. I got to ride with the So, man. Has had a good year this year, too. Yeah, he's like an actual NFL talent. Yeah. Like, yeah. not draftable necessarily, but he'll be on – in be, yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. Um, underrated bowl brought to you by Jimmy Kimmel, the LA Bowl, Oregon State, Utah State. Oregon State and Utah State, two of the most, I think, positively surprising teams this year. For like, sure. U- Utah State going out winning Mountain West in uh, Gary Anderson, Blake Anderson's first year after Gary destroyed the school. And then Jonathan Smith like slowly is building Oregon State into a relevant team again. Yeah. Um, Obviously, uh, U- Utah State's got a couple guys you could look at. I'm picking Justin Rice because this man has played at <laughs> Fresno State, Arkansas State, and Utah State. has been one of the best, best, been like the best defender at each school the last three years. He, I, I'm pretty sure he won su- Belt Defensive Player of the Year last year for Arkansas State and then just followed Blake Anderson to Utah State and was like all Mountain West. Um, a little undersized, but plays so hard, and he's always in the backfield.
2: Like that's a special teams linebacker to me. Speaking of undersized, my my I'm gonna pick their wide receiver, Devin Tompkins, who is yeah, he's he's the other guy, five foot eight, 155 pounds, but dynamic as hell. Had like 1600 yards and nine touchdowns this year. Uh, yeah, I just picked the guy I'm most excited to watch. Uh, in, in this one, and I mean, kind of cool that like it's Oregon State and Utah State in like SoFi. It's presented by some like huge in, investment firm apparently. Um, kind of like it, it's an interesting matchup, though. Like, the, the um, Oregon State minus wait. seven. Yeah. Tompkins, pro comps, Brandon Banks. <laughs>
1: yeah, perfect. That's perfect. Or <laughs> um, Oregon State's without linebacker Avery Roberts, who would have been my pick for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, and you mentioned Tompkins, so the, it's, it helps me in picking. I think Rajam Re- Wright's the guy. His brother got drafted by the Cowboys in the third round last year. He is 6'2". He's built a lot like his brother. He's 6'2", 190, long, lean, kind of press corner, who stepped up big for them in replacing his brother Nashawn this year. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird – if you get to see him versus Te- Devin Tompkins, <laughs> it's two very, like, clashing styles that I'd love to watch. it be a lot of fun. Eh? <laughs> um, I, I don't know that Rajon Wright's going to come out, but he's he's definitely uh,
2: got an NFL future and it helps see his bloodlines. Who are you picking? I think this is an interesting uh, game. Who, who's your Oregon State prospect? I didn't. I, there's not a lot there. I didn't even give you like an Oregon State name. There's not uh, a lot of what you actual... mean chance. Nolan. Sick. There's not a lot of actual <laughs> prospect talent in this football game. Uh, I think Omar Spates and Avery
1: Roberts, their linebackers, are pretty good. But I think Rajon Wright's the most interesting. Mm. Um, I'm picking Utah State. I, I was actually surprised they were seven-point dogs.
2: Yeah, I think I, I agree with you. I kind of wanted to pick Oregon State because I think, like, they're going to come out and just be physical. Uh, but getting seven points, I'm not taking the Aggies, too. And they get to be uh, on Campbell already. They're, they're, they're I, set up for the win. I
1: feel like it helps that they're, they're, they're the because They've been the dog all year, mm-hmm. and they just keep proving everyone wrong. Okay, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, number 23 Louisiana versus Marshall at the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans. Um this is a fun bowl game. Yeah, it is. Like, Marshall didn't have quite as good a year as maybe they're used to, but it was Charles Huff's first year. Uh, Louisiana won the Sun Belt again, but obviously Billy Napier's gone. But they get the the continuity in uh, keeping Michael Dismoro as their new head coach. Uh, Levi Lewis's last game. I say all that to say I'm taking Louisiana, minus five. Um, but they're without Chris Smith at running back. But their offensive line has kind of been the heart and soul of the team under Napier, and Max Mitchell, the right tackle, is a legit NFL dude who's going to be at the Senior Bowl.
2: Yeah, Senior Bowl dude. I didn't love him over the summer too much, but like I think more of like a late day three kind of dude personally. But it has a lot of fans, so that that's going to be yeah. Fun.
1: He
2: he he he's long. Yeah, he's athletic.
1: Yeah. He moves really well in space, and he he I thought he played a lot more with a lot more power this season.
2: Uh, and, and a lot more nasty. Uh, UL's got like a, I mean, Levi Lewis, he's going to be playing football somewhere. Uh, my favorite player in the country. Uh, I, I thought Chauncey Manack had a really good year, That their, their edge rusher. I think he's going to be fun to watch. Um, I, I don't know if he comes out, but, you know, former four-star uh, out of Georgia. Um, the, uh, Hill had a big game uh, in their last one against App State in, their, in the conference championship win. UL's got some dudes. Um, I'm also picking UL. I mean, even without Napier. Uh, I think they go out with a win. The heart of Marshall is the
1: running back Rasheed Ali, but he's not draft eligible. Um, I think there's kind of the three guys I thought of for their best prospect were tight end Xavier Gaines. Who I picked. Who's like, uh, I think if the problem with him is his future would be as like a H-back move tight end if he could block, but he can't really block and he's quite undersized. He's basically a jumbo receiver.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, They got Nazi Johnson as a physical nickel who could make it on specials, but I'm going to go with the bloodlines. I pick Stephen Gilmore. Mm. He's long. He's 6'2. He's real thin, but he's 6'2. He's been very productive for the last three years. He's a little grabby,
2: but I think if anyone's got a chance to get
1: drafted off this Marshall team, it's
2: him. That's fair. Uh, Gaines is fun and, like you said, kind of just like. You know the NFL likes these undersized move tight ends, but he might feel a little, little too small. Um, but no, I think he's fun. I, I like. I'll think he gets into a camp and in the right spot. Maybe, maybe you can, maybe you can make a roster. Um, mo- uh, Monday, December twentieth, the
1: Myrtle Beach Bowl at Brooks Stadium in Conway, South Carolina, Old Dominion versus Tulsa. This is kind of if you're gonna miss a bowl game, don't feel too bad oh, about missing my. this one. But
2: that's so Ricky Ronnie heard. really.
1: In Ricky Ronnie's true first year at Old D, he really turned them around and got them bowl eligible. at A school I didn't imagine would get near that. Yeah, um, and they've they've got a couple good college football players, but I think the most interesting guys are tight end Zach Coons. Yeah, agreed. Six eight, Penn State transfer came with Ronnie from Penn State. Uh, put up seven hundred yards, five touchdowns this year. Just the size and the pedigree of being a Penn State like four star recruit. Um on a team that doesn't necessarily have NFL talent up for you, I think that's the guy like,
2: if you're watching this game, keep an eye on him. It's at 2.30 on a Monday, so I don't know how many people are going to watch. but Led the team in receptions, too. It's like, you're going to see him get the ball a lot. It's not like you're just yeah. a sleepy tight end. He's, he's going to get the ball. and It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's fun how they use him. Yeah. Um, Tulsa,
1: I think it's the two offensive tackles, Tyler Smith and Chris Paul.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. And, I mean, there's some dudes on the defense, too, that are fun. But, no, I think those are the top two du- dudes. Um, like, yeah, Tyler Smith I think has a really bright future. Just a redshirt sophomore, so I don't know that he'll
1: come out. Doubt it. Uh, but Chris, Chris Chris Paul is um, when he's not playing point guard for the Suns or
2: being my brother, he is the uh, he's a future NFL guard and like a an potential
1: yeah. day three pick. Really powerful dude.
2: And it already has like that swing tackle experience. He's played right tackle. He's played guard already, uh, right? And like 6'4", 324. So yeah, I, I definitely think he he gets in and it's kind of like the, that that gritty swing tackle, more so just sticking inside though type of uh, offensive lineman. I'm taking old D plus nine. Yeah, I, I'm taking old Dominion too. I think it moved up to a nine and a half. I'm going to take the point. I think old Dominion wins this game. But yeah, quickly, sir, sir. Defense. I, I still love Jackson Player. He's undersized at, at DT at four sacks. He's been productive for them. And then on the opposite side, uh, uh, Stevenson, the big the big DT, 6'3", three, to keep an eye on. And then Kadarian Ray, another big dude, 6'4", 200 at, at DB. Um, I still love this Tulsa defense, even though it got picked apart the last year. Um, Tuesday, December twenty
1: first, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. The Kansas famous Wyoming, a very sneaky good game in Boise, Idaho at Albertson Stadium. Interesting matchup. Um, Wyoming has a really really talented player in Chad Muma, Yo. who's I think gonna end up a day two pick. Um, kind of not not exactly like Logan Wilson, but played all over that linebacker core, six three two forty. Really rangy, yeah. Plays his ass off. Great diagnosing Super physical too. Yeah, he's instinctual, like an NFL starting linebacker. Yeah, um, who's gonna help himself a ton at the Senior Bowl too.
2: The only hole in Muma's game, I think, really is his level of competition. Like, yeah, everything like else you really haven't seen. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, and
1: then Kent State, it's a, it's a little tougher. Like Dustin Crum, I don't think is he's, think- a legit guy. Marquez Cooper, the running back down the road, he's just a sophomore, but. Um, I think the most exciting guy to talk about is Dante Cephas. I put Crum and Cephas down, kind of, kind of in a tie. Yeah, I think like like Crum Crum lost them the MAC championship because he could not hit Cephas, who was running open.
2: Yeah, I think I think legitimately Crum's buzz his stock is kind of done. But Cephas is yeah, he's helped himself so much this year, and like you said, he was open so much in that MAC championship game, and uh, Crum could just not hit him. Redshirt
1: sophomore too, so very unlikely he comes out, but. Then maybe the next big time Mac receiver because the Mac, there's a lot of them. There's a lot yeah. of big time Mac receivers, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm gonna take Wyoming in this game. They're gonna grind the clock out behind uh, Zav- uh Xavier Valade's legs mm-hmm. and and just play tough defense with Chad Muma leading the charge. I just I think I like I'm kind of
2: blinded by the fact that um Muma's just so Crum good, looks so bad. I like Crum look bad. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the, the one time Crumb takes off and Muma meets him in the hole and then the whole fucking, the earth's going to shatter. It's gonna it's the, the clash yeah. of the titans. ends. Um, my heart is still with the Crumb. I don't know. I've been too invested in Crum. I think he's not going to go out with a whimper like he did in the Mac championship game. He's coming out. He's coming to play. I'm excited to see Muma, Muma chasing him down. And
1: weather is going to be an interesting factor. In I hope so. Too. I hope so. I'm taking Ken State plus the points. Uh, tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. It's a fun UTSA. one. yeah, UTSA, San Diego State, a a, a couple uh, double-digit win teams. Um, you mentioned sincere McCormick opted out. That's our first opt opt-out so far this show. Um, but you still have so many guys. Mm-hmm. Both both squads that is too. Like it's I haven't heard anything about Cameron Thomas opting out.
2: Doesn't sound like um, it so far, yeah.
1: No. So I think that the big, big, big thing to watch is Cameron Thomas at edge for San Diego State against UTSA left tackle Spencer Buford. Yeah. Because both are both are NFL dudes. Buford's going to the Senior Bowl. Cam Thomas, potential first-round talent. Both are long, athletic, um, physical dudes. Buford... Is one of I think the most exciting uh, run blockers in the country. The highest recruit to ever go to UTSA. Somehow a four star who went there. I think um, I think
2: Bierford kicks to guard in the NFL, right? And I think he's. Oh, whoa. You think he's taking outside? Yeah, I think he's kicking a guard. I think you kick him to really? guard. and who really shines, yeah. Interesting. And I think he's he's gonna be a big run baller in there, like kind of like Dalton, like kind of like Kevin Dalton. He's like, yeah. Sorry, like who? Kevin Dawson. He's nothing like what. Kevin Dotson's like a short, stout guy.
1: Pureford's like kind of undersized in terms of uh, weight and just a really athletic mover. I think he, I think he looks better. I think it. that's a weird take.
2: All right, well, that see. he's like Dotson. No, not like um, not like really stylistically, but kind of that idea, of like a G five tackle kicking inside. Dotson wasn't a tackle, didn't he? Yeah, he was. No, no, he wasn't. He was the starting uh, right guard. Who am I thinking of then?
1: I don't know. Anyways, go on. Um and then you also have Tariq Woolen at corner for UTSA, who's uh, another senior bowl guy, six four corner. Um not that San Diego State throws the ball very much. Like I don't know if you're gonna get much yeah. from Woolen in terms of that, but uh, clear NFL talent, and then you have punt god, <laughs> Matareza. Best punter in the country and San Diego State tight end Daniel Bellinger, who's uh, going to be at the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, put Bellinger out wide. Let's see him against Willian. <laughs> strength on strength, baby. I, I, I like Tariq Willian a lot. The more I watch him, the more I enjoy him, and I think he's going to be a uh, he's going to be a guy that that's going to boost his stock.
1: Um. Yeah. He, he's very much your type
2: of corner. Yeah. I mean, but he. I like it though. Like he's. He's smooth though. Like it, when you're when you're big, you got to be smooth. Like to really get the get the buzz and. I don't know. Just the way he can get downfield and stick with receivers is really impressive. Uh, who are you picking, though? I'm taking the Roadrunners. Meet me. Me too. Yeah. I hate. I think I hate Brady Hoke. That's the problem. I do. I mean, I hate. I, sorry, I love. Yeah, Brady Hoke. You. You. I love oh, Brady Hoke. He, greatest coach in the history of Michigan. Back in San Diego State, just snuck his way to get that head coaching job. He's this. He's so. He's so good at what he does. That's all I'll say. Uh, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Wednesday, December twenty
1: second. Army vs Missouri at Amon G Amon G Carter Stadium in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, Army is obviously it's going to be difficult for to find a Army NFL draft talent. Um, although I do think down the road Tyro Robinson's a name to watch at running back. Uh, Andre Carter mm-hmm. just sticks out because he's a 265 hundred sixty five pound edge
2: rusher. Got the and, numbers.
1: Yeah, fifteen, or fifteen TFLs, thirteen and a half sacks this year. Kind of out of nowhere guy. Who I mean, you're, the NFL is not going to ignore that size in production. I again, he's not going to like, he's not going to come out because he's an army guy. But,
2: um, but this uh, he, when, when the NFL goes to the tape, this is probably going to be the, one of the you know seeing him against an SEC team that, that likes to sling the ball around a little bit. Although apparently Mizzou, they don't know who they're starting this week, which isn't great. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's the guy to watch for Army for sure. And then Missouri, I think you got a guy on both sides of the ball. Tyler B- B-
1: Beatty's been like everything for that team, mm. um, and I think I I want him to get to the Senior Bowl. I haven't seen that yet,
0: yeah, which that's kind of surprises me. Yeah,
1: yeah, like he 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 was he three years of being a, a very good satellite back for Missouri uh, behind Larry Roundtree. And then this year, as the lead back, runs for 1,600 yards, caught 54 passes on top of that. Like, he's one of the most talented pass catchers. I know he's undersized, but really uh, great contact balance for a smaller back. Um, so he's the guy to watch on offense. Defensively, Caleb Evans mm. is another one of those corners who I think Stalling is very much a- yeah,
2: yeah,
1: very much an A.J. guy in, in terms of long, physical press man corner, who was awesome at Tulsa last year. Yeah came over to Missouri, and he's at the Senior Bowl.
2: Yeah, I think those are definitely the three dudes. And then, outside of that, there's not that much, even for Mizzou. But, no, I'm excited to see Beatty. I really hope they just kind of uh, roll him. Um, Obviously, you're not going to see Evans really get to do much in this game. Show off his tackling skills, but regardless. Um, Interesting pick. It's Army minus four. Who who are you taking? Uh, I'm taking Army just two reasons. Triple options. When a team
1: isn't used to the triple options stuff – and then Missouri, the quarterback thing you mentioned.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm gonna just pick SEC talent. And uh oh, I respect the troops, so I you respect the troops. I don't. Um also they have more time to prepare for the trip. This is like you know, there's they're not caught looking ahead. This is the game. They're gonna We get, have to pick ready. up the pace of this show. I just realized there's like thirty-five more bowls. Oh god, let's go. Uh okay.
1: Uh Thursday, December twenty-third. Frisco Football Classic, the bowl game they just made out of thin air because they <laughs> needed to put teams in. Miami of Ohio versus North Texas, Toyota Stadium. Uh, Miami of Ohio, I think pretty easy choice. Sterling Weatherford, the safety who's going to the senior bowl. 6'4", 220-pound safety. Not a lot of them in the country. No, And a guy who's who's been asked to play like deep coverage a lot, despite him probably being more built to cover tight ends one-on-one. So I think he's an exciting name to watch for Miami of Ohio. North Texas out of nowhere kind of getting in getting bowl eligible um they're they're running back the to andre torrey really under guy but big time quicks who carried the load for them yeah, this
2: year. yeah he did uh and they they uh, miami ohio's got another senior bowl guy the dominic robinson the edge yeah, who's a former, former wide receiver. receiver yeah put up a lot of numbers for them so that's that's fun i am taking miami minus three um union home mortgage gasparilla Bowl. Who, who'd versus, you take uh, oh miami okay. of
1: Ohio. Okay. sorry uh sorry Florida versus UCF at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Um, I haven't heard that Kyrie Elam isn't playing.
2: Yeah, so he's clearly the top and, dude.
1: Yeah, because Zachary Carter did opt out, so you'd think if Elam was, we'd know by now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, Elam, maybe, again, a, a really talented, um, like, potential first-round corner in the year, didn't have the best, best year. But neither did but that he, whole team. yeah. <laughs> And he, he's a, he's a big big recruit six two, um, and Matt Elam's brother, I think. Yeah.
2: Um, and I, I'm excited to see him against Jalen Robinson potentially for Central Florida. That's my top UCF guy. Too. Those are the, those are the top two guys for me. Uh, That'll be a fun matchup. Jalen Robinson, one of my favorites. But um, I mean, I think UCF just having a shit year. Well down here for them, at least. Not, not. It's not like it's a shit year. Um, it's kind of just soured on him, but every time I, I threw on those nights, uh, Robinson was having a great game. So, if we get that matchup, kind of should go in Elam's favor, but having the, the shorter, yeah. kind of speedier and, 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 Robinson's and fun, yeah. Robinson was banged up a lot this year, so yeah.
1: him declaring seems unlikely, but could have a, a big, big bowl game performance against uh, an NFL corner in Elam. Also, Big Cat Bryant. I mean, he had a good year in yeah. Central Florida. He's going he's gonna to get NFL looks because of the pedigree. Uh, I'm taking UCF, plus six and a half. Yeah, I'm taking UCF, too. Uh, Florida sucks. Uh, Friday, December 24th, Christmas Eve, the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Memphis versus Hawaii. Good. These kids won't get to be with their families on Christmas. Let's make oh, them play my God. Would game. you
2: rather be with your family or in Hawaii for Christmas? Easy I'd easy. rather be
1: playing playing football at the Ching Ching Complex in Honolulu. Uh, Memphis had Calvin Austin uh, opt out. Um, Hawaii also had their starting quarterback Siobhan Cordy, uh Cordero, <laughs> Cordero transfer, and their starting running back Day Day Hunter transfer. Day Day Hunter's good, um, by the way.
2: I hope he finds a cool spot. Yeah. Um,
1: Memphis's picks got to be. Dylan Parham, yeah, who yeah, of course. You, meant, you mentioned, I don't know, maybe when we accepted a Senior Bowl invite, I think you you talked about him as a potential NFL center. Yeah, um, he's played guard and tackle, but that that'd be exciting to see him shift there in Mobile. But yeah,
2: he he's their potential day two pick. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to watch Parham's stock. I haven't dug into his tape this year. It wasn't as high as as some, but no potential day two, and I I really do want to see him at center in Mobile. Uh, for the Rainbow Warriors, though, it's it's got to be Calvin Turner. They're yeah, Mister Everything on offense. Put his name
1: into the the world in the bowl game last yep. year. Yep, Mister Bowl Game. We call him on the Big Island. Yes, that is what we call him. Um, and he, yeah, I mean, he had over 800 receiving yards, over 300 rushing yards. He's a he's a very talented kick returner too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he 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 needs a a big like combine, I think, probably to get drafted, but can find his way onto an NFL roster as a, as a move piece. Yeah, uh, I got Memphis minus seven and a half.
2: Yeah, I'm taking Memphis too. Uh, Christmas Day. Um, why do they
1: put the on Christmas tax...
0: Day?
2: <laughs> For people
1: like me, Tax Act Camellia Bowl to try and take eyes away from the NBA. Um, they're gonna get them, baby. Us, our four eyes. The The Tax Act Camellia Bowl, Ball State versus Georgia State, uh, Crampton Bowl in montgomery alabama ball state i think receiver justin hall is the is the dude um yeah being one of the most consistent receivers in the mac for like five years and undersized slot guy but pretty dynamic he does a lot as a as a like a jet sweep dude one of the better kick returners in the country too really good chance to get himself drafted i think uh late day three
2: yeah no i think hall's the top guy for all the reasons you said and Drew Plett's got to show something in his last game for Ball State, right? I hope so. He had such a down he year. He did. Um, Georgia State, I think there's two different guys, Sam
1: Pinkney, the receiver, I still yeah, like him me too. even though he had a da- down year, uh, but he was very productive last year, big body receiver. Linebacker Blake Carroll's just a madman on the field. Um and probably a special teams linebacker in the NFL. I <laughs> don't I don't think Georgia State has anyone clearly draftable, no. so
2: I picked. Uh, I'm
1: going to take yeah. uh yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Ball State plus four and a half. I'm going to
2: take Georgia. I'm going to take them minus four and a half.
1: Even though I ordered the home field Georgia State t-shirt, I'm going to ride the Mac. Speaking of the Mac, Monday, December 27th, uh, the Quick Lane Bowl, Western Michigan versus Nevada, Ford Field, Detroit, 11 a.m. on a Monday. Yes. Um,
2: If there wasn't opt-outs in this game, this would be a very, very interesting. It
1: would be. So, Nevada had Carson Strong and Cole Turner opt out. Elijah Cooks uh, is
2: in the transfer portal. Uh, that leaves you with Romeo Dubes. Hey, hey, Hi, hey, hey. How about Aaron Frost? How about Don Peterson? They still got some ballers. No, I know, but uh, I think Dubes is the top guy. Um, is he? I don't I don't know if he's playing. Uh, yeah, but I like, I like Dubes. Dubes has had, like, remember he, he was so good two years ago and it's kind of no, oh Elijah of Cooks i so yeah, yeah, yeah he's in the transfer portal is Dubes is at a thousand yards the last two years he hasn't opted out yet I mean, it's going to be interesting yeah anyways I, I, I think Frost is kind of their top guy the right tackle yeah um, he he was a guy who I really liked over the
1: summer uh, damn I thought you were you love Dubes I do like Dubes I do yeah
2: but um, I think especially because you get to see Frost up against uh, Ali Fayad for Western Michigan's going to be fun and uh, and of course, what Western Michigan's top guy, Ralph Holly. I also like it's fun to see Holly and Don Peterson, like a couple of our our yeah. G five darlings. I think Holly's way better, but Peterson's still a good, good good guy too. It's always nice to get eyes on
1: Killabella and Sky yeah. But, Yeah, Ralph Hawley, I I don't the the big hype hasn't come yet, but it should. And he's he, in a big bull performance against Nevada. Had the had strong and Cole Turner and Cooks been playing like that, would have been really fun. Because I think more people would have watched. But Holly is, uh, uh, I think, one of the most underrated players in the entire draft.
0: Yeah,
2: and I think the hype the hype has not been from a lack of production from his end at no. all. He's been great. It's just he plays at Western Michigan. Um, no, yeah, I, I hope he has a dominant game here. Uh, Military Bowl, Boston
1: College, East Carolina. The Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium, Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, Boston College got be Zion Johnson, um,
2: potential late first round pick. Yeah, yeah, it's obviously Zion Johnson. Uh, he, I'm so I'm glad he went back because he's really helped himself, p- 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 going back to guard and just having a great year. Uh, a little under the radar, but he's been fantastic. Um, not much going on for ECU, but on on uh, more on BC, we don't know what Zay Flowers is going is coming out yet. We don't know if he's going back. Dude, phil dracovic apparently is trying to convince him to come back yeah which would make sense i think that would be a smart move if, if dracovic can get his shit together and stay healthy and they can be dynamic again and you know me i, I like their 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 nickel their potential Wait, nickel sorry did did we make our, i pick western michigan minus six but oh sorry i'm said that. yeah i'm also taking western michigan if if, if everyone's playing it's nevada easy but you know I'm, I'm taking western michigan you're right we didn't make our picks yeah. Uh, and just to get this out there, I'm taking Boston College minus three, kind of easy. But anyways, same, I, same. I like Josh DeBerry. They're they're nickel, you know I do, and uh, I'm excited yep. to see him out there. Yeah. For for East Carolina, Keaton Mitchell is a down the road. Fr-
1: he's a freshman running back who is incredible this year. He's an NFL guy down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, Tyler Sneed, he's not going to get drafted, but he's a really entertaining, undersized slot receiver who does everything. Yeah. Uh, Their corner though, Jaquan McMillan who he's a redshirt sophomore. He, he's a little undersized, but incredible ball production for three straight years. Um, a name to watch, I think, especially if he is matching up with a Flowers. That'd be fun. Uh, Tuesday, December 28th, the Ticketmaster Birmingham Bowl, Houston versus Auburn at Protective Stadium in Birmingham. Uh, Houston, it's Logan Hall.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, clearly and then
1: Marcus some, Jones, like the. It's nice Jones. that they have two two very talented yeah. players. Um, but can they see Logan Hall against an SEC offensive line?
2: That's going to be big time. Uh, and then Auburn, it's Roger McCreary. Yeah, who apparently has not opted out yet, but that's fun because obviously Houston throws the ball a lot. Uh, so seeing just seeing McCreary go out in his last game there, he was already senior bowl. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah. And Nathaniel Dell, the Houston receiver who had an amazing year, who might be a a dude to talk about next year, Mm -hmm. getting to see him a career potentially matching up with him uh, is really exciting. Um, Auburn's minus three. Sorry. Yeah. And and Auburn, obviously, Bo Nix in the transfer portal. uh, Zacobi McLean opted out. Uh, I'm taking Houston plus three.
2: Yeah, me too. I kind of like this kind of easy.
1: But Auburn's always so weird. I know. Um TJ Finley's gonna have the game of his life. Speaking of having the game of their lives, Malik Cunningham has to do it every day for Louisville. Uh, the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, Air Force vs. Louisville, uh, Gerald J. Ford Stadium in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Air Force versus Louisville. I said that two times. Who's uh, playing this one? Air Force in it's a uh, the Louisville Cardinals um, from they're located in Kentucky. Okay. Um, yeah. Air Force I, Trey Bugs, their corner, is who I put down. I didn't put down the, for the, Air the Force, service. Yeah. A, the service academies have a history of putting DBs into the NFL, um, and he is a kind of a taller, leaner corner who has been their best best defensive player in 2019 and 2021. He he didn't play last year. Um, so I think that's the one to watch for them. And then obviously it's Malik Cunningham for Louisville because he does everything.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's already said he's returning to Louisville, so not really this year. But there's no <laughs> one else, really, and, and he's the best player on the team. So. Ma- Marshawn Ford, the tight ends. That's my uh, second name I think, here, yeah,
1: but. yeah. He's still a sophomore somehow? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yes. is. <laughs> those, those are the two and names I put here. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: CJ Avery at linebacker and Kendrick mm. Duncan uh, at, at safety who's the uh, Georgia Southern transfer, a, a couple more names. Uh, I'm taking Air Force plus two. That's yeah, I'm taking Air Force as well. So. <laughs> uh in the Mike Leach Revenge Bowl, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Texas Tech versus Mississippi State, Liberty Bowl uh, Memorial Stadium in Memphis, Tennessee. Um I'm I'm pretty sure that mississippi state should run over them but eric uh eric uh as how do you say his last name aj uh, yeah i don't want to say he's conma yeah uh he he was a guy we both loved over the summer yeah. and he didn't have that big leap in production this year um it, it didn't help that i think texas tech had a, a far worse year than a lot of people were expecting mm-hmm. um but if he can go up against Martin Emerson, the Mississippi State corner, who I don't believe has opted out yet, even though he is yeah, declaring, uh, that's a really fun matchup between uh, Emerson's a a, a, a tall mm-hmm. 6'2 corner. Eric E is 6'3", 220 pounds. It's a good matchup. Um, it's a very good matchup. Uh, and if you want to talk Mississippi State prospects, like Emerson's a dude, but I think Charles Cross is the dude who also has an opt out as of now yeah and he's he's a young redshirt sophomore but Charles Cross is one of the smoothest pass protectors in the country um well Emerson I I like Emerson I don't think I like him as much as some people I think he's a really really nice pattern like they they play a lot of pattern match at uh Mississippi State so he's he's like he looks good in man and zone um but I don't see a first round guy there where I do with Cross.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is, but really, it's just easy work for Charles Cross. <laughs> like it's, he's not he's not getting tested in this one. He you know, should just go out and look phenomenal. I, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I also feel the same with Emerson. I, I don't see like that. I don't know, even like top fifty guy really at all. But um, no, that's a that's a fun matchup against Eric E. Um, are you just taking Mississippi State minus 8-and-a-half? Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Uh, the SDCCU. I don't know what that means. San Diego Old County Able. Credit Union.
1: Oh, is it? Why did they abbreviate that? I,
2: everyone, I, knows I mean, everyone knows. I mean, everyone knows. It's like it's like okay, IBM. No, i have just uh, fucking
1: exposed myself. Uh, <laughs> UCLA versus uh, NC State fun at Petco Park in San Diego. Yeah. It is a fun game. Uh, opt-outs for NC State are uh, Atito Ugbanya, who I already said declared. Um, a couple tackles to watch in this one. You got yeah. Icky. Iquanu at Left Tackle Frenzy State and then Sean Ryan at left tackle for UCLA. Clearly the top dudes. And I mean Ikwanu. And, and, and mm-hmm. I was going to say that I think the 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 next two guys to look at are running backs who are kind of sharehold or shared backfields mm-hmm. in Zach Charbonnet and in
2: Bam Knight. Yeah, I think two um good day 3 running backs. That, hey, dropped them both. And <laughs> that's a good deal actually. Um Charbonnet Charmaine, like was so hot to start the year, and then UCLA little just faltered a bit. Um, he's gonna be another good day. Day three back, you know the tough runner, um, ex-Michigan player, of course. And yeah, Bam Bam is fun too. Um, then, yeah, Bam dynamic, but yeah, the tackle. Greg Dulcich I mean, too, don't forget. Yeah, uh, I- Icky's like <laughs> yeah. a guy we've.
1: I mean, everyone's talked about. It, everyone knows how good he is. Uh, but Sean Ryan's a guy I think again because like you said, UCLA kind of lost the buzz. Halfway through the year and everyone stopped watching them. But a guy who had some first-round talk over, over the summer, and I think he's a guard in the NFL, mm-hmm. I, but a day-two guard potentially.
2: Yeah, I like Sean Ryan. I hope he comes out there yeah. and that's a really good bowl game. And there, there's a whole bunch of other guys that, that are worth watching
1: in this one too because, I mean, once you get to two power five schools – uh, Canadian Daniel Joseph on the edge, too, against uh, Sean Ryan's It's going to be fun. Uh, I'm taking NC State minus one. Well. Yeah, uh,
2: I am, too, actually. But uh, it's a fun game. It could go either way, really. I, th- I think so. Uh,
1: I mean, Chip almost got the Oregon job, so. Congrats, Chip. Uh, guaranteed rate Bull, West Virginia versus Minnesota, Chase Field and Phoenix. Um, I'm going with two offensive linemen. Daniel Falale uh, for Minnesota at right tackle. Doug Nester,
2: the do-it-all offensive lineman, transfer from Virginia Tech for West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I think those are the two dudes. I uh, agree. West Virginia, not a lot going on. Like like, Letty Brown opted out. He's going to the Shrine Bowl. Solid back. Uh, the, the 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 remaining stills is really hasn't done that much. Um, no. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And and Danny F, I really Jer- I really hope. Jer- Jared Daggy though. Jared Aggie, baby. Jared baby. Uh, that's all I'll say. Alonzo
1: would die too. Uh, yeah. Bloodlines. Yeah, that's true. That's true um minnesota having chris Altman bell come back is huge yes too. it is it is who didn't have a great productive year but that i don't think that was his fault uh no if you catch my drift
2: but guess is tanner
1: morgan going back
2: yep i'm pretty sure he is, he is. yeah <laughs> sean clifford and tanner morgan baby we can't get right big on. 10 forever um boy mafia off the edge for minnesota in his last game there'll be fun uh, they got the the IDL too. as he a- 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 Z- 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 I think he's going to senior bowl, right? Oto Mawemo. Yeah, yeah, both of them are. Yeah, both guys. Z- Z- uh, Yeah, I mean Minnesota has, I think, a lot more going on for them. Yeah, and that's why uh, I'm taking the minus and three. I'm, I'm and also,
1: half, yeah. I'm also taking them. Uh, Wednesday, December 29th, with the boat. Uh, Wasabi Fenway <laughs> Bowl. <laughs> Wasabi. Virginia versus v- Virginia versus SMU at Fenway Park in Boston, uh, baseball stadium. Virginia had uh, some transfers. Um, Their center. Yeah. Uh, uh, Watimi, who was a Remington finalist. Their tackle, Bobby Haskins, and their linebacker Noah I, Taylor. I want getting
2: get the fuck out now that Bronco, Bronco's gone. Yeah. But they still
1: have some guys who have, as far as I know, haven't opted out yet. Uh, corner Nick Grant is another one of those long physical corners that I like and you like. Uh, tight end Jelani Woods, who I just said declared, but I haven't heard that he's opted yeah, out. Yeah, and
2: I, I Jelani Woods, remember, we talked about him once or twice this year. Big boy, moves well too. I hope he plays because he could be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I went from kind of a not much of a role at Oklahoma State to a huge role at yeah. Virginia this year. Yep. Uh, receiver Dontavian Wicks, who I talked about yep. a couple times as my sophomore because he's a redshirt sophomore, uh, he's one of the biggest play receivers in the country. And then Keaton Thompson, dude. The ke, ke, yeah, I'm Brendan Armstrong. But Keaton Thompson, who plays quarterback, running back, wide receiver, whatever they need, 6'4", uh, 215, he's really exciting. Uh, SMU have Reggie Roberson and Danny Gray yeah, opt out, sucks. which I think, but it kind of makes you think. Well, I'd like to see Grant Calcaterra really make, make a big impact in this yeah, game. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And, re, re, and they still have their other receiver, Rasheed Rice, who I is a true junior, I believe. But Ulysses Bailey, um, I like
2: him. I like him as a back, but I don't. He's not coming out. I don't think.
1: Yeah, they like they still. Yeah, they still have some a, a couple guys worth uh, paying attention to. Um, both. Coaches are not there. I'm going to take SMU plus two. Yeah, it's
2: a weird game in terms of everything. Um,
1: Virginia, just everything that's happened with with Virginia lately is kind of weird.
2: Yeah, you mean like having that prospect, like prospects, um, recruits flipping too. Um, Anyways, yeah, yeah, I'm taking SMU as well. They just feel so much more stable. Staying in the baseball world. I love it. The new
1: era Pinstripe Bowl at at Yankee Stadium in in the Bronx. Virginia Tech versus Maryland.
2: I love that Virginia is playing in Fenway and and Vautech is playing at Yankee Stadium. It's perfect. Um, Virginia Tech has had a ton of opt-outs too, obviously, yeah. the coaching
1: change. Receiver Trey Turner, corner Jermaine Waller, edge rusher Amari Barno, interior defensive lineman Jordan Williams, and guard Lissitis Smith. Yep. That leaves us with Ricky and Blackshear, I think.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. There's not a lot of uh, actual NFL draft like this year talent in this game. Um, no. Who, who's, who's your top Maryland? Nick Cross, your boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I went with Nick Cross. Who Who's your other pick? Yeah, yeah, I picked Cross as well. Um,
1: oh, okay. Yeah. They have their tight end, too, who declared, though, a conque. Yeah, true. But C- Cross is an interesting guy who I really like because not a lot of safeties are asked to play as many different coverages as they ask him. Like, some games he'll be matching up one-on-one with tight ends. Other times he'll be playing single high. Other times he, he's, like, playing a linebacker role. And he's 6'1", Yeah. Very physical hitter. Yeah. Um, I like him as
2: an NFL box safety. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, not not super exciting game. Old ACC rivals. Uh, Maryland's minus one. I'm taking Maryland. I'm taking Maryland. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think like that's an the, easy. Uh, one. Virginia Tech just
1: losing so many guys. Yeah. It's like a yeah, it really is. Uh, the Cheez It Bowl, which we love here at the Camping World Stadium in Orlando, number 19, Clemson, who sneakily won nine games against Iowa State. Um, Justin Ross opted out for Clemson, uh, Milton transferred for Iowa state, but I haven't heard that Andrew Booth has opted out yet for Clemson.
2: No, which is, he's clearly the top prospect in this game. And that would be a lot of fun if he plays.
1: Yeah. So he, he's a a potential first round corner. Um, they also have senior bowl corner, Mario Goodrich and interior defensive lineman Tyler Davis, who's a a fun nose tackle type. Um,
2: and then Iowa State Brees Hall hasn't opted out. No, and he hasn't. Yeah, that's it's kind of weird. So, if we get Booth and Hall, I think Hall wants to go and win his final game at Iowa State. To be honest, um, uh, what if Brees Hall doesn't declare? Because I saw today that Will
1: McDonald decided to go back.
2: Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, no. Would you be shocked if Brees Hall went back? It doesn't make sense for him, but I wouldn't be shocked because it seems like he's the type to do that's so. The, that's, that's that. Yeah, I agree. And like I don't know, yeah, no, I uh, I think that. So, anyways, that's fun though. If we get Brees Hall in this game, and uh, just to jump the gun here, if if Hall plays and it looks like he is, all things going forward, I'm taking I'm taking. I would stay at minus one and a half. Um, Kohler hasn't opted out either. Of of course, their tight end, who's always Mister Reliable for him. For him, He's gonna be at the Senior Bowl. He's gonna be at the Senior Bowl. Uh, Mr. Reliable on defense, Mike Rowe is also going to be at the senior bowl. Mr. Reliable on special teams, Andrew Mevis, also going to be at the senior bowl. Their kicker, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Iowa State. And I, of course, Clemson's, I wonder if the ACC was strong, what Clemson's record would be. You know what I mean? But regardless, they had a good year. Um, <laughs> yeah, Valero Alamo Bowl number 14, who, who Oregon. You number, Oh, Iowa State, okay, okay,
1: respect, number 14, Oregon versus number 16, Oklahoma at the Alamo Dome, San Antonio um obviously coaching changes for both schools (laughs) uh Kayvon Thibodeau opted out for Oregon uh Brian Asamoah Nick Benito Perry on Winfrey and Isaiah Thomas opted out for Oklahoma Jaden Hazelwood Spencer Rattler and Austin Stogner transferred for Oklahoma um Oregon
2: pick gotta be Varon McKinley absolutely that's that's no doubt about that I'm excited to see McKinley uh hopefully like Caleb Williams is, is gonna play right he, is, he hasn't said he's yeah, yet, Yeah, so. yeah. I'm a little scared still, but theoretically, let's see Caleb Williams against you know Mims is still there for now too. Um, so seeing them too, and McKinley kind of just trying to stop that. That's gonna be a lot of fun.
0: The
2: the prospects are all kind of gone for Oklahoma. Marquise Hayes, top guy. He, he is. He definitely is. But uh, how much? How much do you like Marquise Hayes? Uh you liked him a lot more than I did. As I, I wasn't. I wasn't a super big fan. He's not bad. He's an interesting. Uh, it can be fun. You know, Oregon's always kind of pretty tough in the middle there, so that's going to be a good matchup. Uh, and, hey, Dimitri Flowers 2.0, Senior Bowl stud, Jeremiah Hall, there their fullback H-back. That's the dude. Um, also, I'm taking Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm all, mine's 4.5. I am also taking Oklahoma. Also, sorry, la, uh, last player to mention here. Devin Williams, the Oregon receiver, declared kind of out of nowhere for them this year, so hopefully he goes out with a with a bang. Help us talk. Uh Thursday, December 30th, the Dukes-Mayo's Bowl – North Carolina versus
1: South Carolina, Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. We're keeping this at All Carolina Mayo Bowl. Uh apparently Dukes Mayo will donate ten thousand ch- dollars charity if uh one of the coaches gets drenched in Mayo Cowards if they it don't have do yep. um Sam Hell's playing North Carolina Sam Howell, as far as we know, is playing. Um they had receiver Kyler McMichael opt out.
2: Corner, isn't he?
1: Corner, sorry. Yep. Sorry, what did I say? Receiver. Yeah, sorry. He opted out, um, and South Carolina has the quandary. White opt out in Their best quarterback player. Jason Brown transfer. Kingsley
2: and Gabari's um, also opting out going to Senior Bowl. Oh, is he? Yeah. Wait, he opted out too? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, damn.
1: I didn't, he wasn't listed on the opt-outs. Well, I'm going to have to pick a new... Uh, Jordan best, Strong, uh, I
2: guess. Out of, like, who's had a really disappointing year transferring to South Carolina. The other edge rusher who... Kind of both of them were expected to break. Anna, Anna Gabari had a great year, uh, Strawn did not. So him having a, a big game in, in this one would be huge for him. Uh, also, I mean
1: Kevin Harris, also a guy who yeah. had some hype and had a really disappointing him. year he, for them. Definitely for sure. Yeah, and then like Zequandre White kind of stole his thunder. Yeah, um, I mean. It's really just a preview of how Spencer Rattler going to make this team way better. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, for North Carolina, it's Sam Howell. But there, you got a couple guys from North Carolina who haven't opted out. Ty Chandler. Yep. Um, Your boy, Gemmell. Josh Downs for a future look. Jeremiah Gemmel, Um they, they got a lot of young talent there, too, we're talking about. But, uh, yeah, how- Howell having a big game I think is important. i got North Carolina minus eight and a half. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking North Carolina all day here. Trans perfect Music City Bowl, Tennessee versus Purdue at Nissan Stadium in Nashville. Uh, <laughs> Purdue had both David Bell and George Karloftis opt out. Fun. So I'm pick. I I, I decided to go with Cam Allen, their safety, who I liked um, in the various games I watched from them this this year. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he 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 played corner last the last two years, moved to safety this year. Long and.
2: Constantly seemed like he was around the ball in the biggest games. Yeah, really losing uh their best two players of by far uh really Whoa, you hey, you're an Aiden O'Connell stand. Aiden O'Connell, he's going back though, so I can't talk about him. True. Sure. What about Xander Horvath, future NFL fullback? <laughs> Disappointing year too. Uh yeah, kinda that's that's all of the dudes. Um the the linebacker Alexander had a pretty decent year too, like potential kind of special teams, dude. Um, uh, wait, Xander Horvath should definitely grad transfer to Northern Illinois. that would be sick. Xander Horvath, uh, CFL All Star again.
1: Uh, Tennessee had Hendon Hooker announced he's going back, but they have Senior Bowl receiver Vilas Jones Jr. Who I'd would love to see him go out with a bang. Uh, I-, I believe Alonte Taylor opted out. Oh shit! Okay, I didn't um, see that one. Okay, so
2: yeah, it's it's Vilas Jones Jr. Then, but
1: because it's, it's though it's those two, and if Alonte Taylor's out, Vilas Jones Jr., a guy who wasn't. Very productive, uh um at USC
2: came to Tennessee and had a big year. Really good kick returner who's uh, underrated route runner. You know who's completely lost steam but is like still okay is, is their guard Cade Mays at Tennessee. Yeah, no, I actually saw Dame Bruegler had him as one of his top uh tackles really Or guards. Really, interesting. Yeah. Talented very talented. I thought he'd be you know, when we talked about him as a sophomore. Well, he freshman. was like they rotate their offensive line. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But regardless, a talented guy, like he was a five star, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he Might have been the top uh uh top office lineman in his class. Um hasn't had a great career at Tennessee, but we'll see what we'll see what happens with him, so it'd be interesting to keep okay. up with him. Yeah.
1: i T- I'm taking Tennessee
2: most for now. Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee too. They're ball Bell and curl just that's Ch- a loss.
1: Chick Chick fil A, uh Bowl, Peach bowl. Peach Bowl, sorry. Some for me, it's just the Chick-fil-A label. <laughs> uh, Number 10, Michigan State versus number 12, Pittsburgh at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, Kenneth Walker opted out. Kenny Pickett opted out. Ruined this game. Uh, yeah. this is AJ says, opt-outs are un-American. Michigan State has Senior Bowl invitee Connor Hayward. Uh, Kevin Jarvis, I think, is an NFL offensive lineman. Jaden Reed maybe yeah. for next year at receiver. Reed's, Reed's my Pitt. pick, yeah. Pitt has Lucas Kroll at tight end. Deslin Alexand- Alexander at edge. Servace Dennis, my favorite player at linebacker. Mm-hmm. And Demari Mathis at corner. Senior bowl guy, too. I, I think Crawl and Connor Hayward are two guys to... to <laughs> Matching up to, against each uh, other? Yeah. Yeah, or, <laughs> yeah. They're both... Dennis which tight end's better? Oh, it's, it's yeah, Dennis against Hayward. Dennis against Hayward. I, you know sick. what, Mich- Michigan, Michigan, State with Kenneth Walker out and like they don't really have a backup running back. Connor Hayward should start at running back. Like I totally he agree. played running back for three years. He moves to tight end. Does whatever you ask him. Just let him have a spotlight game. I'm taking Pitt. Uh,
2: I'm t- I'm taking Michigan State, baby. I'm keeping keep it in the Big Ten. Uh, losing your quarterback, it just hurts too much. And it's not like they have anyone else on the team that that's like taking significant reps. So uh, go green. SRS distribution, Las Vegas
1: Bowl, Wisconsin versus Arizona State at Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play. Uh, Rashad White opted out. Um, your boy, DeMonte, trade him, Tra- who isn't eligible, but he transferred. Um, there's a couple dudes. Uh, Keanu Benton, the Wisconsin mm-hmm. nose tackle, announced he's going back. Oh, did he? But okay. Yeah, he did. Uh, but linebackers, Jack Sanborn and Leo Chenal are. Pretty interesting. Jake Ferguson, the tight end, going to the Senior Bowl. Yep. Arizona State's got uh, two offensive linemen to watch. Senator Donovan West uh, tackle Kellen Deesh, And then corner Jack Jones, who I still love.
2: Yeah, I think that's kind of the guys. And, like, Merlin Robertson had kind of not a good year, but still playing. Arizona State just had such a weird year. Uh, I don't know if you've dug in on Chanel. I really haven't either. But I'm not sure how I feel about him. There's day two talk there. I don't know if I like him that much, but yeah, he's he's kind of like the top dude to watch here. He
1: he, he, he he's yeah he his stock I, I feel like down the stretch really blew up. Yeah, um, he had a really productive year. He did. Uh, I'm gonna take Wisconsin for that defense and for what
2: freshman sixth. Two two forty forty pound running back freshman Braylon Allen has. We done. haven't talked about I don't think a single time on the show because we're not watching because Wisconsin. Wisconsin was bad by the time he found a rule because like yeah. I think he didn't start until game five. Yeah, yeah, like the season was done for them. No, totally. That's he's gonna be a lot of fun to really sit down and get our eyes on. Uh, also taking also taking the Badgers here
1: uh don't miss out double your first deposit of up to a thousand dollars by using promo code sports drink. head to my bookie today place your bets fill your pockets and watch this grudge match get settled with paul vs. woodley too bet anything anywhere anytime with my bookie we have a new sponsor that you guys are going to love symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge on symbol you can trade sports teams like stocks and every time your team wins uh you earn cash use your sports knowledge on symbol to sell high buy low and earn cash payouts When your teams win, join the 7,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use promo code SD to make your deposit risk free. That means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams. And don't forget about Spotify Greenroom, the live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download Spotify Greenroom app, free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter. Uh, be notified when rooms go live. Come with your spiciest takes. Uh, Friday, December 31st. You having fun? Christmas Eve. Yeah. Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Wake Forest vs. Texas A&M at T.I. A.A. Bankfield in Jacksonville, Florida, 11 a.m. Uh, start, start with a m- most of that day. It's great. Uh, Texas A&M has to Marvin Leal and Isaiah Spiller opted out. Zach Calzada is transferring. I believe they're supposed to start a walk-on at quarterback. I love it. I love it. But Kenyon Green, Jalen Watermeyer, and Anaya Smith all have not opted out, as far as I know.
2: Yeah, they got uh like Michael Clemens, even Leon O'Neill. Like that's there's some talent still on the the Tambo team. Kenyon Green is clearly for me the top of the the top of the chain here. Um, I yeah, I, I, he stops the lineman though. I don't see him opting out. I think he's going to go play and finish his career at Texas A and M. Yeah, they you're right though that they do still have a ton, even losing
1: Leon Spiller who are kind of the bigger names yeah. they have a ton of nfl talent there and Kenyon green's a top 15 dude and jalen Warren mars may be tight end one yeah. and, and I smith's one of them could be one of the most dynamic playmakers um wake my guy jazeer T- taylor their corner yeah uh loved him over the summer i think he's the best prospect i like the receivers uh, at
2: perry and and jaquari roberson yeah like who sounds like roberson and, might and sam, end up opting out but
1: we'll see for now yeah uh, sam hartman is going back and he's playing so uh, I'm gonna take Wake plus five. Yeah,
2: I really like Wake plus plus the points here. Um, no quarterback. Just the the whole the
1: quarterback thing really worries me. Despite like we said, a And M having so much talent still.
2: Playing. I also can see a lot of those dudes just like like you know take them out of halftime or something like that.
1: Yeah, like why? I kind of want
2: Kenyon Green to opt out because it's just like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh,
1: Tony the Tiger Sumble at Sumble Stadium, in El Paso, Washington State versus Miami. Max Borgi opted out for Washington State. Man. Charleston Rambo and Jonathan Ford opted out for Miami. Mike Pope transferred for Miami to Deion Sanders. Uh, two tackles, Abram Lucas for Washington State and Zion
2: Nelson for Miami. Clearly the top guys, and uh, Zion Nelson has not helped the stock this year. It's been a, it's been a slider, so going back against uh, in his last game against Wazoo would be huge for his stock. Abram Lucas clearly the, the, the top dude here, though. So seeing him finish out... Um, I mean, not really going to get tested against anyone here in Miami, but uh, irregardless, just seeing him close out with his really strong performance in the bowl game would be a lot of fun. Also, on the on the flip side, Jalen Watson, uh, their, their, their dude on the secondary, give to be fun, but, although Miami's not really testing him too much. but Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Washington State plus 2.5.
1: Like, me too. I know Washington State had a lot go weird this year, but Washington State somehow has more continuity right now yep. than Miami, it seems. Yeah, I'm taking Wazoo too. Okay, finally to the to the uh, playoff. Goodyear Cotton Bowl, number four Cincinnati versus number one Alabama, AT and T Stadium, uh, December thirty first, three thirty p.m. ESPN. Uh, there's obviously a fucking ton of people to talk about in this game. We're we're gonna I think closer to this yeah. game do a, a better breakdown. So uh, I mean, the the best guy for each it's Sauce Gardner for Cincinnati, Evan Neal C- for Alabama. Correct, absolutely correct.
2: There's a lot, but, but but I think I have like twenty names with- written down for this game. <laughs>
1: With both those, you also get a fun matchup. And Sauce Gardner against Jamison Williams. And my J against Evan First-round picks. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's it's perfect. It is perfect. Uh, Even if this game doesn't end up being good, getting to spotlight those those guys is going to be really exciting. Sauce hasn't been, like, really tested in three years. No. And so getting to see what happens when he sees a first-round flyer like Jamison Williams. It's going to be a lot of fun, um, man. I hope he shows up big time. And then Neil, who's dominant. It's more of a test for my J. Correct. Sanders. Like, how good is my J. Sanders? Yep, absolutely. absolutely. Um, are we
2: picking this now? Yeah, so I'm going to take Cincy plus 13 and a half. Of course I am. I mean, uh, uh, what else are we going to do here? I truly believe they can hang, but also it's more so I just love them so much and I want them to win. Same. We're in the same boat. Uh, Barstool
1: Sports Arizona Bowl. Uh, Central Michigan versus Boise State at Arizona Stadium in Tucson. Uh, I think... As long as they don't opt out, pretty obvious
2: once, uh, Khalil Shakir at receiver for Boise State and Bernard Raymond at tackle for Central Michigan. Mm-hmm, definitely. I, 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 did a little Raymond tape, like, you know, just clean feet. Uh, you see the movement ability, uh, freaky athlete. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still like still a little, I think still got some work to do as a run blocker, kind of, especially like getting to the second level, but no, really, really good player. Khalil Shakir declared, but he hasn't opted out yet, which is really fun. Um, if I may though, I kinda actually watched their 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 other off the lineman, their right tackle, Luke uh Godeke. Yeah. He's fun, yeah. he's physical. He he can get to the second yeah. level. He's a good run blocker. He's kind of a fun story. He's like a D D three uh tight end convert. Missed last year. They they just converting weird tight ends into tackles yeah. and turning them into NFL talent. Some, plus someone's getting plus, a job there, man. Like I don't know who it is doing that, but genius. <laughs> it's Jim McElwyn. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, also
1: like Central's got built a really good roster like Daniel Richardson obviously he's not an NFL guy he's but he's a, a really fun college quarterback Khalil Pimpleton's a, maybe an NFL guy yep. uh, Lou Nichols is an NFL guy Boise's not ready for uh, it. The, the, that offense is really talented and I yeah I don't think Boise State's gonna be uh, be ready for it and I'm t- I'm taking Central Michigan plus seven and a half yeah
2: Gadecki probably just last thing probably he's, I see him struggle I watched the LSU game struggle with speed he's got a kick inside I think um and uh yeah no I'm I'm taking CMU plus the points as well and a couple more names for Boise State JL Skinner at
1: safety uh Kineo, uh Kacala Kneio who declared who had at safety. a really good
2: game I thought against San Diego State
1: and linebacker Riley Wimpy who's probably on uh, and our LB favorite player the camp, in the country but...
2: yeah yeah
1: correct uh the Capital One Orange Bowl boo why do we have to I, I like that Central Michigan talk more than this playoff talk uh, Capital One Orange Bowl Georgia versus Michigan. Hard Rock Stadium, uh, A.J.'s Bias. I just picked the whole Georgia D-line. I don't. I didn't know who to hi- highlight, but Jordan Davis, Travon Walker, and, and Devontae Wyatt are going to be three of the first interior defensive linemen, defensive linemen in general if you view Walker more as an edge taken.
2: Yeah, I, I think um, I'm most – well, I shouldn't say. I'm not, I'm not excited to see anyone play well on Georgia, but I think I want to see Wyatt kind of keep on stacking these games together. You know what I mean? Mm. And then obviously for
1: Michigan it's Aiden Hutchinson, but overall it's just the trench play for both. Yeah, it definitely that's
2: that's where it is. And Then we, you know, we I don't want to go too much. Then we got two good safeties in Dax Hill and Lewisine, who are kind of like probably bobbing each other for uh, for for whose tight end, uh, like you know, safety, you know, wherever you want to put them between one and five. Hill gets mine out, of course. There's so many players, but it's just not worth talking about all these guys right now. Yeah, well, we'll do a better job later. Obviously, we? I'm picking Michigan cool. plus the points. I, I truly I'm think they, thinking- they, yeah. If you are, you know what I mean. Like, I think it. This is strength on strength. It's going to be interesting. It's, Michigan can't bully it's Georgia, that's of, for sure, though. It's the type of game where I think
1: Georgia wins, but, yeah, they. it's going to be a slow grinder. Take the
2: under. Yes. That's all I'm saying yeah, about. Yeah, for
1: sure. Uh, uh, January 1st, the outback. Happy New Arkansas versus Penn State. Raymond James Stadium. Uh, Traylon Burks opted out. I, I give the Arkansas... Uh, Trey Williams slash John Ridgeway, the two defensive linemen. That's fair, especially because Penn State's offensive line's been their their killer this year. Yeah, well, like getting them killed. Walker
2: needs a game, bad, at tackle.
1: Yeah, um, and John Ridgeway's going to the Senior Bowl, so it'd, it'd be nice for him to go out with a bang as a is a big transfer. Totally,
2: lots of Senior Bowl guys for for uh, Penn State. Is Dotson opted out yet? No, he hasn't. So he's clearly the top guy. I mean, him seeing him and <laughs> Burks in the same game would have been so much fun. But I, I don't know. I think I think come you know come this I, come this game I don't see Dawson playing because he's got no reason to. But yeah, as long same. as he's playing, he's which top would, guy. which would would and I don't
1: see Joquan Brisker playing honestly. He's got too. no
2: point to either.
1: And I don't see Arnold Ebiketti playing. Probably not. So we're looking at like you know. But yeah. But I do see Brandon Smith playing. Yeah, because he needs it. And he he's a top five potential top five linebacker in this class, so that's a dude to watch, especially against that. Like I'd like to see him almost spy
2: uh, KJ Jefferson. It'd be a lot of fun, actually. Um, right. Yeah. Penn State's minus two and a half. I'm taking Arkansas. I'm taking Arkansas. I think I think we're gonna. I, I agree with you. I think we're gonna see a lot of these guys end up opting out because apparently James Franklin is not announcing the opt outs until like the day of. I saw that. That's that's why I, I kind of think there's a lot. But he, and sorry, uh, we didn't say mention mentioned he's going back too. Um Yeah he is, but he's been hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um but that's some big news. Um yeah. He and he he had he had a bad year before he got hurt so I'm glad he's going back. Yeah, he had like his moments but then it was it was more down than up, totally Yeah. Agreed. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh PlayStation Fiesta Bowl number nine Oklahoma State versus number five Notre Dame at the state farm stadium in Glendale. Um actually not a lot of talent opted in this out.
2: game.
1: Kyle Hamilton and Kyron Williams of both that. opted out for Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, you know Oklahoma State isn't one of those teams that has a bunch of talent jumping off off the board at you. No, um, I think I'm I'm kind of most excited for the running back Jalen Warren. I agree with you. Didn't play, uh, didn't play in the uh, Big Twelve Championship, and has kind of been everything for them uh, on offense at times this year. And he he's a Utah State transfer. He's a 5'8", 215, stocky physical runner. So I'm excited to see him against a, a Notre Dame defense that still has Isaiah Foskey playing, who I think is they're. I think those are the top two guys, and Foskey the top guy in the whole game. Uh, yeah, Fo- Foskey's a guy who, right now,
2: watching his tape, he, you could see him becoming a first-round pick. He's just not there yet, yeah. like in a year or two. Yeah, I agree. So I don't think he comes out, especially it's Notre Dame, Me you either. know um but no he all the talent is there for Foskey. He's had big games he has had a really good year uh has disappeared in a couple though but yeah I, d- I definitely agree those are the top guys outside of that like malcolm rodriguez always balls for oklahoma state so seeing him kind of having one tyler lacy tyler their defensive lineman i really like him yep. um kobe harvell peel's always been a name that pops he needs up. he needs a game con uh, tay martin the receiver is pretty good like six two two. Uh, i think he's like 215-ish Pretty good player. Um, I mean, no, Notre Dame's got like Jared Watch for Michael. My Ma- no,
1: no, no, no. I just mean watch for Michael Mayer. Like the un- the oh, non-eligible yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. I pa- Patterson's really like the um, only eligible dude pa- that Pat Patterson's an interesting one against that D line. Yeah, hey, hey, hey Kane, Cade Madden. Yeah, yeah. I know he didn't have a great year for Notre Dame, but people like he was an All American at Marshall. Seeing
2: those year. two put something together, um, against that good front for Oklahoma State, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, this
1: is a sneaky good bowl game. Burbo Citrus up. Bowl, Iowa, Kentucky, two ranked teams, Camping World Stadium. Two two ranked teams that are built similarly. Yep. Yeah. Uh I think Kentucky's offense is shockingly a little more dynamic, but uh it is. Tyler Goodson opted out for Iowa and they have no quarterback really. Like Spencer Spencer Petrus is like not good and it's terrible. Yeah. So Tyler Linderbaum, if he's playing Watching him against a physical Kentucky front is... Oh, like, Linderbaum's amazing. Watching him is poetry in motion. Yeah. So, that's the guy to watch for them. Uh, Sam Porta, I believe, is playing.
2: They're tight yeah, ends. I'm pretty sure he like is. Sam Laporta. Um, And then for Kentucky, I haven't heard Darian Canard opt out yet. Those are the top two. L- Linderbaum and Kennard on the offensive line, those are the top dudes. And then you get a little more... Fun, like,
1: Wandale Robinson's always going to be really, really fun to watch. Yep. Will Levis is just fun in general. Um, Josh Paschal a sen-
2: Josh Pascal and Yusuf Corker are senior bowl guys. Yep. Riley Moss uh, Ken- baby. you know who I think really needs a good game, especially in this 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 um this matchup? I think Jack Campbell's gonna come on and really kinda assert himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's there's still a lot. Like even with uh like I, I think Kentucky's gonna roll them. Um I went back and forth. I don't think they're, Kentucky's they're, gonna roll them, but I picked Kentucky. I just I just don't see Iowa doing anything on offense. Um, like, when I say roll, I mean, like, Kentucky's going to win, like, 21-6. <laughs> yeah, that's a rolling. Uh, but there's still a ton of NFL talent in this game. Yeah, there is. It's a good game. Uh, Rose Bowl game. Number six, Ohio State, number 11, Utah, uh, in Pasadena at Rose Bowl. Um, no one's opted out as far as I know yet, which makes it kind of obvious who they are. It's Devin Lloyd and Garrett Wilson. Oh, no, yeah, obviously,
2: yeah. Other than that, though, there's obviously – I mean, Ohio State's got Ton. I mean, next Chris Olave, and then it's Nicholas and then it's so whoever. Yeah, and I think that
1: makes this really important game for seeing Devin Lloyd against upper echelon offensive line and run game with um yes. Trivion Henderson, and seeing how he looks against a, a stud quarterback in CJ Shroud. Like this is a big, big moment for Devin. I Lloyd. totally agree. If
2: he goes out and balls like he always does, uh, I think he locks himself as a first round pick. I think he'sn't already, and, but I think that's if he goes on a balls, he is.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um and same for Cameron Rising.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a first round yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh but the, I mean that Utah D line isn't maybe not the most athletically talented, but like what the, what they have done this year to Foa and, and Van Fillinger... Uh, and Tfuna. Yeah. like, can you see those guys against NFL offensive yeah. linemen at Ohio State? That's gonna be really. Fun. I think this is a big um, like.
2: I know Lloyd is obviously out, but uh, elsewhere, I think it's a big not program building, but like this game. If Utah goes out and wins, is gonna be huge for the future of this program. Well, it's interesting. There's was rumors that if Kyle, like Kyle Whittingham, wins the Rose Bowl, he's gonna retire. He shouldn't because they got the talent there. But yeah, I know there's some Whittingham stuff. The- yeah.
1: Uh, but I'm taking Ohio State.
2: I'm taking Utah. I think they just – it's like what Michigan did to them. I think they match up really well. Give me the the almost touchdown six and a half points. Um, All-state Sugar Bowl, number seven Baylor versus uh, number eight Ole Miss at
1: Caesars Superdome, New Orleans. Um, t- two d- different styles of play. Yeah. Ole Miss really fast, throws the ball all over the place. Baylor, uh, a run-based team. Uh, that leans on Abram Smith's physicality and trust Ebner as, a, as the change of pace guy. Um, tons of dudes on that Baylor defense. I haven't heard any opt-outs pick- yet, which is fun. Me neither. For, uh, and it sounds like Matt Corral is going to play for Ole Miss, so that, that makes him the pick for that. I love that, yeah. And seeing him against this defense that has NFL talent all over it at each level, that's big time. If he can go out with a bang for his potential first-round stock... Um, my, my pick is Jalen Petrie. For Me day. too. I think He's one of yeah. my favorite players in the country.
2: Yeah, but yeah, no, I, th- I definitely think it's Petrie. Kind of just, you know, him, seeing him out in space against, you know, SEC offense. I know, like, like Dontario Drummond's a good receiver, but it's, it's not like this offense is, like, loaded and explosive. Like, it's good, obviously. And it, I think just seeing him in, in coverage against this to be a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, Bernard, too. Abram Smith pounding the rocks to be a lot of fun. Like, there's a lot of good. And Sam Williams for all for Miss. There's a lot of dudes. There's a lot of... It's going to be a fun game if they all play. Yeah. And finally, the last bowl game before the championship game. The Tax Act
1: Texas Bowl. Uh, Kansas State versus LSU at NRG Stadium in Houston. LSU oh. is in such a weird... You,
2: Baylor or Ole Miss? Who are you taking? It's a pick
1: Oh, Baylor. Sorry. It's a pick I'm sorry. taking Baylor too. Yeah. Um, This is such a strange game because LSU lost so much. I... Like, Max Johnson to the portal... Like Derek Stingley's obviously not playing. Eli Ricks into the portal, going to Alabama. I don't want this game to uh, happen. Kansas, if I'm being clear, Kansas it, State honestly. has very like little actual NFL talent on it until Adrian Martinez shows up on campus.
2: Let Adrian Martinez play. In this they game. should.
1: Um,
0: man, should.
1: <laughs> Kansas State. I mean, Deuce Vaughn's not eligible. He is so fucking fun though. So getting to see him against the SEC defense is a reason to watch. Clearly. Um, for Kansas State, I picked Russ Yeast as my uh, as my Six. as my prospect. Yeah. Uh, Louisville transfer. <laughs> who's played corner and safety, I don't know. He, he had a really good year for K-State. K-State's got a couple uh, younger dudes who aren't eligible yet, Felix yeah. and New Deke. Um,
2: but uh, for LSU, like, DeMond Clark hasn't opted out. Ed Ingram hasn't opted out. Yeah, I think I think it's Clark who's the top dude. Um, Ingram, kind of, it would be nice to see him finish with a good game and then go to the Senior Bowl. But uh, Clark, for, for stock-wise, I think Clark having another, I mean, he's going to, but just having another great game is, uh, is huge
1: um i'm gonna take kansas state minus one and a half i went
2: back and forth because i don't care uh i'm gonna take lsu just because okay. it's the sec <laughs> well you know I'm, a, I'm i'm a wildcat for life you are you are all right we made it through all the bowl games uh a lot of wonky like i don't know interesting matchups which is fun i felt like like when i first saw all the new Year six a lot of like like it feels like a lot of new blood which is a lot of fun agreed we have
1: one minute until this next bowl game begins so i have to edit this podcast really quick goodbye